0: It is time to show up. It is time to be your full, authentic, anointed, gracious, powerful, bold self. We live in a day and time now where you cannot afford to be a woman of God, a believer in the faith, and not know who you are. What's up everybody? Welcome to Wise Women Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brian, and I serve as your podcast host to bring godly wisdom to your world. It's Wednesday so you already know what that means it is time to wise up let's talk wise be wise so that we can live wise what's up everybody welcome to wise women podcast where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life i'm jennifer Brian serving as your podcast host and i have an exciting surprise for you i hope that you were able to tune in into last week's conversation where i talked with pastor chad about your image and your identity in christ and why you matter if you haven't heard that episode you're definitely going to want to listen to it because i wanted to add to the conversation with today's episode i actually am doing the super fun thing where I'm giving you a replay. That's right. You're going to get to hear from Jennifer about four or five years ago. I did an episode called Image and Identity. So if you haven't heard that since I first, first, first started podcasting, you're going to want to listen. So just tune right in as we are about to plug this team replay uh, episode. It's kind of a throwback, but it's great information and it's really going to make you think. So again, I love y'all. i appreciate Appreciate y'all for always tuning in. So go ahead, sit back, and let's jump right in. I think that if I never get to tell any other girl or any other person, anything in the world, I believe if they know who they are and how they see themselves, I believe that they will be all that God created them to be right now. I feel like I'm in this season of my life where God is dealing with me about my image and my identity. Now, a lot of people think that image and identity identity are synonyms and to a degree they are. However, this is where I believe they differ. And when I say the words image and identity, these are also the definitions by, which I'm referring to okay so image let's start with identity identity is the fact of who you are an image is a visual representation in your mind of how you see that thing So for example, example purposes, if I say that I identify myself as pretty, I then have a visual representation of what I think pretty is. Because guess what? If you think something is not pretty, you also have a visual representation of whatever you consider the opposite of pretty to be. Some people may say the opposite of pretty is ugly. Well, if something is ugly to you, then you know what that looks like. You can identify it as ugly because it's not, it does not align with your mental image of what pretty is. This is where a lot of trouble comes in for a lot of us, because what we identify ourselves as or we don't, in fact, identify ourselves as um, our mental image of what that is or is not limits us in being all that God called us to be. And this is what I mean. Let's say that God called you to be a pastor. Well, in your mind, you have an image of what a pastor looks like, of what a pastor um, is, right? And you may look at yourself and not measure up to whatever that image is. So then you don't feel like you're supposed to be a pastor because in your mental image, you don't look like a pastor. When in fact, God may not need you to look like a pastor. God may not need you to like your mental image of what a pastor is. So we have to make sure that we have our identity And our images aligned about who we are and who God says we are. So, of course, I cannot go on and on about image and identity, image and identity, image and identity. And I have not asked you the question, how do you see yourself? That is what I need you to think about this week. That has to be your focus of this week in everything you do and everybody you interact with and every transaction you make, when every place you go, whatever you do this week. I want you to be reflective and um, aware of how you see yourself, because the way that you think you see yourself and the way that you actually see yourself may be two very different realizations. Um, image and identity are so—they're like on my video. I call them like sister cousins because they're they're cousins because they're related, but they're not directly related. But they're close like sisters. You know what I'm saying? Because if one of the two is flawed. Um, then you are automatically less than what you're supposed to be. Because even if you have the right image, let's say that um, the image of who you are is resilient. You see yourself as a resilient individual, like you can get through some stuff. You will persevere, you know, obstacles, challenges, opportunities, whatever, like you're getting through it. You're maximizing. You are resilient. Nothing can stop you, you know. So you have the right image of what you know or the right. Yeah, the right image of what resiliency is. But you haven't identified that as one of your strengths. You just say it's just who I am. Well, the the strength or the advantage in identifying that as a part of who you are is that you can always call that part up out of you. This is what I mean. Um, if I identify myself with someone who can take on other people's problems, someone who can handle all of my own personal business and help somebody else with theirs, I can take on large workloads. I can carry a lot of my physical body. Then I those are characteristics, I believe, of someone who is strong. Well, in my moment, because I'm human in my moment of weakness. Perhaps I need to pull on that strength. But if I haven't identified that as a characteristic of something that I have, then I won't know that that's a power that I have. So it's so imperative that you and me get with God about how he sees us. That's kind of the third question. And I kind of, you know, skipped over the second one, but I'm going out of order because I guess this is how God wants it. But how does God see you? Like, what has God already said about you? I can give you a couple of scriptures that if you've listened to me before, you've heard, you may not know their scripture, but the Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that his works are wonderful and that he knows that full well. God says that you are cared for, that you are loved, that you are adored, that you are crowned of all of his creation. God said he's giving you authority and dominion in the earth over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every creeping thing that crawleth. The Bible says that, you know, you have a covenant right to healing, to health, to wholeness, to happiness, joy and peace in the Holy. Spirit. There are a lot of promises that have been assigned to your identity in Christ, but if you don't know the word and if you don't know anything about those verses, you don't know about the power that you have. You don't know about the things that you are tolerating that you don't have to deal with because you've given power over the enemy. The Bible says He gives us power to shred over scorpions' heads. Some of those scorpions, some of y'all may like, Oh, I don't know. I ain't never walked over a scorpion. Oh, oh, yes, you have. Let me tell you how. Have you ever been depressed? Have you ever been anxious? Have you ever been uh, fearful? Have you ever wondered and doubted? Have you been worried, concerned? Have you ever struggled with lust and pride and anger and unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment? Those are scorpions in your life. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Sir, yes, ma'am. Sir, ma'am. Yes, sir. Like, so those are some things that you've given, been given power to tread over. But if you don't know the advantage that you have in Christ, then that's not a power you can access when you need it. So this is not like a, Bible thumping stumping moments, but I do want you to understand the power of image and identity for let's, let's make it even more plain. You know, if I told you, um, I have transferred a million dollars into your bank account. Well, um, one of the identifiers of your bank account is the account number. If you don't know the account number, if you don't know that your name is on the account, if you don't know what bank I've transferred the money into which account you don't have access to that power. So again, guys, image and identity, it is weighty like it is so imperative that we know who we are in Christ. What you've been created to do, be and become like that is just like my mantra, my motto, like everything, because if you don't know those things and where are you going, where are you headed? How are you getting there? You know? And it's so hard to be guided by God in life. It's so hard to be out. It's life is hard in general. Okay. It's hard with God. It's hard without God. The advantage that we have with God is that we have a sure victory and that we know that we've already won the battles and the hardships of life. Okay. So let me just go ahead and be honest. I'm not one of these people that's going to be like, oh my gosh, everything is perfect with Christ and you just don't have enough faith and you just not doing this Christ thing right now. The truth is life is life because we're in this flawed body and we're in this broken world but we are sent to save the world and to not be like the world. So we just always have to make sure that we have our identity straight concerning the matters of life. Because if you don't, you will be conformed to the ways of this world. You will think that, you know, you can't trust God with your money. You can't trust God with your relationships. You can't trust God with different areas of your life. Hashtag because you don't know who you are. It's so essential. Identity and image are huge. Um, I believe. As I mentioned earlier, that I, that God has me in this season where he is working on my identity and my image. He has challenged me on certain ways that I see myself and how I see myself. Right. So one particular word that, um, God challenged me on is regular. Like I'm, I'm kind of a regular girl. Like when I go, you know, if I go order some food, I'm not doing a whole lot of extra. I'm not modifying it. Just give me the the way it comes because I work behind that counter, and I know it's hard i'm I'm a real simple girl, I don't ask for a whole lot I don't do a whole I try not to do too much, <laughs> according to my doctoral colleagues. I may be doing too much, but <laughs> I try not to do too much um but all in all you know i I'm a pretty regular girl i I don't shop a whole lot I don't do you know a lot of extra things um I really don't. And so one word um, God has been challenging me on is calling myself regular. Like, you know, I even have it on my desk that I'm supposed to go above regular. Like he did not call me to be regular. He did not call me to live regular. So it's hard for me um, to see myself as more than that. Like, wait, God, you call me the crown of your creation, the splendor of your glory. God, you said that I'm the apple of your eye. Like you love me that much that you don't even want me to settle for regular because you have the best for me. You said that you have an abundant life for me. Like, do you know how big of a word abundant is? God, you said you're gonna do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask or think. You know how much I think? (laughs) And you're gonna do that according to the power that's at work in me? Y'all, that blows my mind. So every day I have to fight in this season to go above regular. I have to identify what I consider is regular or is basic. And then I say, okay, you know, God, I got to go above that because God didn't call me to that kind of life. And I believe the same for you. I think it comes to a season of realization that God has more for you. But if you don't see that, if you haven't connected that image and that identity of what God called you to in the level of which he wants you to live and thrive and impact the lives of others and give to others, like you will never... You will never resonate who and the level of what he called you to be. Now, I do agree with the scripture as it says that it's from faith to faith and from glory to glory that we grow. So there's different, you know, levels of walking this out. You know, I don't believe um, that sometimes like we sometimes in faith, we act, I think, for like irrational stuff. Right. Like, God, make me a millionaire by tomorrow. Well, let's just think this all the way through. OK, God, who owns everything all in the earth. Right. He owns it all. OK wants to give you a million dollars by tomorrow, which you have no plan on how to spend it. You have no goals. You have no direction for that amount of money. You have no wherewithal on how to um, legally file, tax, render, deal with, handle, deposit, stock up, all these different types of things for that level of money. You have no knowledge on how to deal with it. You don't know who to talk to, where where to even begin on how to uh, live at that level or what even to do now to uh, maximize that profit, to take that 1 million to 5 million, that 5 million to 10 billion, you know? So that's not really like rational faith because you don't have the capacity to deal with that. But you know, if you get with God about your image and identity, then you will know that he's called you to stewardship. You know, that he's called you to be a good disciple of the things that he's given you. You know what I'm saying? To be a great manager of the things that he's put in your possession. And as you are proven not only to yourself, um, um, but to others, then more will come because you know how to manage you have systematize and you've designed it in such a way that allows you to maximize on your profits. Like, look, (laughs) that may sound really deep, but it's really the truth guys. Like, I believe image and identity are so powerful. And I really kind of try to stay away from the examples of, you know, who uh, of defining ourselves. Right. Like we want the God definition. We don't want the Jen definition. You know, I do believe that you are a beautiful, amazing, powerful, um, worthy soul. Uh, to do amazing and mighty exploits for the kingdom of God. Yes. I do believe that you are called to do great and mighty things by the name of Jesus Christ. I believe that you're supposed to be doing greater works than these. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. However, Um, I think you got to get with God on the unique identifiers of of who he's created you to be because he created you. You know what I'm saying? Like you need the God definition of how you've been purposed and designed um, to live in and live out of the thing that he's called you and created you to. You know, I think that image and identity are huge um, when it comes to defining how we want to see ourselves. And I think there's a gap that we need to identify in how we want to see ourselves. Like first, you must identify and be really, really, really real with yourself on how you actually see yourself, like the actual and the optimals here. And then when you recognize the gap, the gap is. How do you want to see yourself? Like, I know there's a lot of girls who don't see themselves as pretty. They, you know, they struggle with their weight. They want abs. Raise his hand, even though you can't see me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, they want to be thicker. They want to be slim thick. They want to be, you know, um, uh, thick fat. They want to be all these different things with their body. They want bigger boobs. They want a bigger butt. They want, you know, a prettier face. They want lighter skin. They want longer hair, you know, whatever your thing is, um, physically or even on the inside. You want to be bolder. You want to be more courageous. You want to be more outspoken. You want to be more extroverted. You want to be um, some some people actually want to be more private. They want to be more secluded. They want to be more alone. They want to be more isolated. Whatever your thing is, you know, I believe that you have to truly define where you are But you also have to identify who you want to be. Like, if I use myself for an example, right now, you guys, I just, you know, told you about how I'm working through this whole regularity thing. Like, I'm trying not to be this whole regular girl, right? (laughs) But if I'm honest with myself, like, I want to be this super dignified. Like, I want to be like... when I think about this dignified woman, I think about this woman, man. She is like so poised. She is so like dainty and elegant and she's like beautiful. And like when she walks in the room, her presence like commands an authority. Like just her walking in the room. Like you don't even know who she is, but you know somebody powerful and about it. Just like walked in and like commands everything in the atmosphere in the lineup just because she walked in the room. Like it's almost like the queen walking in, except I don't want everybody to bow, you know? Like I just see this woman in my head again, image. I just see this woman in my head that is just like the epitome of all things amazing and excellent. And the spirit just like exudes from her aura. And she is just like boss all over, you know, like that excites me. Now let me come on right back out of that image. (laughs) And I've told you how I see myself now. So there's a gap. And so there is room for Holy Spirit to be like, okay, girl, Let's work on you and, you know, this part. Um, And some things when I had this conversation with myself about my image, about my identity, I really had to. Come to terms with what God wants, because some things that I wish I could change about me is just how he created me. Like sometimes I wish that I wasn't so strong. Right. Like sometimes I wish, you know, somebody else could be strong. Like y'all y'all pick it up today because I don't want it today. I wish sometimes that, you know, I wasn't as opinionated. I wish that those weren't in my in, in my DNA makeup set, if you will, because sometimes um, it comes off too strong. Sometimes it comes off abrasive. Sometimes it comes off. um unattractive, honestly, like some people don't like that. Like some people don't like that. I'm bold and I'm, and I'm okay with, you know, saying what I think and meaning what I say. And it is intimidating in some time, in some instances, and you don't want to be made to feel that way. Like that you intimidate people or, you know, you don't want people to think that you're belittling them or anything like that. So you have to, you know, with a balance of tact and grace, really, you know, be who you are and sometimes you don't even want to be that so if you're that girl if you're that guy that's struggling with knowing what God's called you to or who you want to be and knowing that you know I really am not interested in that then you're gonna have to surrender that to God because if it's how he created you there's somebody who needs that so for every one or two people that are uncomfortable about my boldness and my loudness and my sassiness if you will You know, there are 10 to 15 to 20 other people that are blessed by it. There are other people who need my boldness to stand on platforms like this and be okay with talking about things that, you know, um, involve God, that I'm not that involve God and that involve femininity, that involve Christianity in a light that it needs to be portrayed. Some people need that, you know. Um, he's given you your gifts for a reason. He's given you your image and your identity for a reason. It's uniquely tied to a purpose for which you've been created. And I really believe that the design of your life fits all of those gifts. Like they are, God is not like a waster of time or effort or words. Like he's not wasteful in any way. So, to know who he is, to know that he loves you, to know that there's purpose, to know that there's a reason, just ask him, don't go Don't go off the wall. Like don't go assign a reason like God may be this way because some of that stuff may not actually be who or how he designed you. It may in fact be a trait that you picked up because of your family upbringing. I've learned that part of the gifts that I have come from my family line and also some of the, the way I need to wrangle them back in come from my family line. Because sometimes, like, you know, I wasn't created to be an expert in yelling matches. I wasn't created to be an expert in an argument and debate. That's not for the edifying of Christ or for the building of the kingdom. But. I've because I was reared in that. I know how to engage in such a way. So you really have to come to terms with what God says concerning your life, what God says um, for doing and calling you to do and wanting you to be and become. I really believe that as we grow and as we um, mature and what he's called us to do and how he's called us to do it, that we will know his voice, that we will know his Um, His leading, and I think that's essential in your image and your identity, those are directly tied to your self-worth, your self-esteem, and the things that God has called you to do, and I think it's imperative that we do that and that we seek that. Um, Some of you may know, some of you may not know, but this week, I just want to challenge you to get to know how God sees you, how you want to see yourself, and how all of these things can align together. Because you, when you discover yourself, you really discover purpose and you really discover like what God needs you to do and how you can partner with him to get it all done. Well, guys, I love you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go ahead and share it. Uh, Share it with a friend. If you enjoyed this, if you want me to go into more detail or talk somewhere else or on something else, send me a voice message, a DM. Let me know what you think, how you feel, and I will get back with you um, as soon as possible. So until Thursday or whenever you hear this again, (laughs) peace, love, and hair grease. Thank you for tuning into Wise Women Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and a review. Hit the show notes to share with a friend and go over what we discussed today. As always, proceeds from this podcast go directly to support the mission of Penn's Prison. Don't miss out as there's two ways to be a part, writing and contributing. Now go forth and employ the wisdom that you gained today. Have an awesome week.